This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Tegan Cunningham has become one of Melbourne's most valuable players, leading the goal-kicking for the club over the past two seasons. If you've ever watched a, a Melbourne game, you've probably seen her up forward in the 50, taking some pretty impressive contested marks. Welcome to Chicks Talking Footy, Tegan. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All righty. So you were, you were the number one for Melbourne. Is there a significance of that number for you? Uh, no, not really. It's actually funny because my jersey, my college uh, basketball team was behind me and that is number one as well. So I think when I first went to college, I back then you weren't. Uh, in basketball in Australia, you couldn't have any numbers one, two, three or four, I believe. But in the States, you could. So I wanted to be a little bit different. So I went with the number one and then it's kind of just stuck with me all through my um, basketball and football career. All right. Well, maybe you've, uh, you'll make a hero of the number one like Michael Jordan did with 23 or something like maybe. that. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Um, so, look, there's been a lot of changes to the AFLW this year. You know, we've, we've had ticketing. We've even just had a game sell out um, at Arden Street in 30 minutes in, in the last few hours. Uh, and also we got rid of the conference system, which... Um, obviously wasn't so popular but um <laughs> depends but, which side you're on yeah, yeah. You're, you're probably more used to conferences playing other sports but um i think the football world was in a bit of shock but how do you think that's that's um going to in, i guess increase the profile of the aflw in the eyes of the general public all these changes um, yeah, I definitely think it's uh, exciting times. Um, I mean, we always expected it to be ticketed eventually, our games. Um, probably would have liked it a few years earlier, to be quite honest. But we're here now, and I think it's just a, a great, you know, opportunity to finally get some paid people to watch us. And um, it just goes to show that by selling out a game, you know, within 30 minutes, that, you know, there's all those um, talk around, you know, whether we'd sell any tickets. So I guess to have that really just does showcase the, the quality of the athletes that are out there and testament to them. And especially I think during COVID, it was some tough times for everyone, especially Victorian. Um, I was not playing any VFL. So it just goes to show that everyone's been craving and missing football, whether it be AFL or AFLW. Um, a great opportunity to get our athletes out there and, and put on some good footy. Absolutely. Well, we're, um, we're enjoying keeping the trolls silent on that one this <laughs> season as well. Uh, so this weekend's a special round. It's round two, obviously, mm. of uh, the season, which we've already seen some changes with. But it's the inaugural Pride round. So it's the first time that the AFL or AFLW have had every game dedicated to celebrating LGBTI pride. Uh, what's what, how, what? How important is that to your club and, and what is Melbourne doing to celebrate? Uh, yeah, this round? so we were lucky last year we got to um, play against St Kilda for their pride match. Um, I, I think that was a really good opportunity for us to sort of, I guess, get a sample of what we were um, expecting or, or what we thought would might happen. Although, sorry, the atmosphere behind it all. Um, but I guess now making it a whole round thing is quite special um, for the league itself. So not only does you know we get the opportunity to play in it, but everyone does. But as a club, Melbourne, you know, I've always supported the day, and we've always, um, you know, loved to play on, in games like this. And especially there are a lot of um, lesbians within our, our team. So I think it's a really important event for everyone. And for us, we'll be we'll be wearing uh, socks this weekend in our game. Yep, so to support that, um, 
yeah, I just think it's a great opportunity to for us to all come together as one, and and regardless of where they're playing now, that it is a, a round event, it just be a really great spectacle across all all games um, across the weekend. Yeah, well, I'm glad to hear that because there was a, a lot of questions on Twitter this morning about what different clubs are going to be wearing and doing. Obviously, there are another a few other significant events like Indigenous Round and everything like that. So, um, I think the the, the forerunners um, between Carlton and St Kilda and Western Bulldogs have really led that led the path in in that space. Um, mm. And I guess, like I said, it, it is great now that it is a complete round and not so much just games. Um, so that's the exciting part of AFW. And I think with more time next year, I'm sure uh, Melbourne Football Club will definitely do something um, within the jersey. Right. Yeah, well, look, it's it's happened in round two, which is always a tricky one. Uh, it's usually later in kind of February mm-hmm. or even March that we've held mm-hmm. the game. So, yeah, it has crept up on us a bit this year, but um, it's uh, it's great. So many of the clubs are all getting behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, on, a, on a personal level, you know, mm-hmm. I was I remember at the last Pride round, we had a big chat to Debbie Lee, who's obviously a, a mm-hmm. champion of the game uh, and the general manager now of um, football at uh, the Bulldogs AFLW. And we asked her what what would you know a pride game have meant to a young gay Debbie Lee, mm-hmm. and she said you know back in her time she had to hide who she was mm-hmm. you know for twelve or fifteen years. Uh, also, she didn't want to distract you know she said she didn't want to distract from the fact that she was trying mm-hmm. to grow the game and all that sort of yep. thing. Uh, so for her it was very significant. It would it would have meant a lot. Um, and what about you you personally? You know, you, yeah. I- I think it is like it is a very very um, great environment to come into. Um, I think, I, obviously coming from basketball, um, I probably may have kept my sexuality um, hidden a little bit more so on the basketball court than maybe in football. Um, I think we've got some you know terrific pioneers of the sport um, that just so happen to be gay that really lead in this space. Um, I think it's a testament to them and and the league to really pull together um, some fantastic rounds like Pride Rounds um, to really rally behind what's important to them. I, I think it's just understand it's a safe space that it's it's you are accepted as as who you are and not for what you do. Um, it is you can come in all shapes and sizes and all sexualities and and it's just a, a really inclusive um, sport that we really accept everyone based on who you are and it's. And that's really rare to say in the sporting world. You know, you, you have the likes of AFL where I'm, I'm sure that there may be um, gay males playing or, or whatnot, but it's, you know, it's just kind of sad to see that no one can actually open up and, and come out. Um, whereas with the women's game, it, it's, yeah, I think everyone feels very safe and secure to be who they are, and that's probably the most important thing, which then produces some excellent games of footy. So it's just a, a platform for people to sort of be who they are, and I think that's really, really special. Yeah, look, um, you know, it's great also just seeing you've know, got partners playing each other in opposition mm-hmm. teams, and yep. we've had marriage proposals on the football, and, yep. you know, Erin Phillips kissing her wife at the best yep. affair. So I think the women have really led the way in, in this whole space, uh, which has been a really great part of AFLW becoming part of the the football scene as well mm-hmm. uh, but you've got you've had experience in different sports as many of the players have yep. uh, being a you know a basketball player and now current footy player what do you think what's your best and worst experience as a female athlete that's a great question um, look all sports are different um, I, I think football where 
it's like a catch-22. I think we're fortunate enough to have the backing of the AFL behind us in what we do. So probably the, the whole system as a whole and to be treated quite equally in the as much as pay is definitely an issue, to be treated as one at one club is really special. Whereas with basketball, we were very much left to a lot of WBL clubs are by themselves. So you kind of left that, I guess, that professionalism aspect is it's definitely gotten better over time. But when I was playing, it was probably an issue. Um, whereas I guess we're in the Melbourne, you know, you're not only representing the women's side, you're representing the men's side um, and having those relationship with those men's players is really important. Um, that's probably the the main the main hurt, like the main difference um, mm. the two. But yeah, like I said, I think football football, given the amount of girls that play together as well, basketball is very you know twelve side twelve per team, maybe fifteen, um, and even football's thirty odd girls in the in the one time. It, it's you do form a lot more personal relationships. Um, I spoke to Daisy a few years ago about it, and I, I explained it best. It's like having you know different people for different personalities or, or what mood you're in. So if you want to have like the serious conversations, you head up to the older girls like me, Paxi, um, Dave, <laughs> and then Scotty. And then if you want to have like the bit of fun, you head down to like the, the new draftees, the 18-year-olds. So if you want to, you know, so there's a, you've got a widespread of, of, of females to talk to about all kinds of things. And, I mean, I do get name, um, named the mother at times because I am the oldest <laughs> in the group, but that's fine. I think there's a compliment. Um, I'm like, Daisy's on with the children. So. Yeah, she's actually done it. Yeah, but no, I think it's just I do prefer the bigger the bigger group, and I think that's where the whole inclusiveness comes from is because you're going to – football is such a, you know – a game that's based on different positions and different sizes and different um, strengths and weaknesses. So I think you coming together as as one is is quite a remarkable thing. Um, mm. Yeah, so I, I just in, enjoy that kind of environment. Um, yeah, well, we're certainly um, loving having the AFLW back. There's one last very important question that I have mm -hmm. for you: is uh, Paxi's mullet? <laughs> <laughs> the famous mullet. We, we think it's mint. So, you know, what would it um, be a contender for some of those mullets in the 80s, do you think? Definitely. She, if you should see the one <laughs> she put, it was actually really funny. I sat next to her um, on the weekend in, our, in the change room and she pulls out some um, some gel or some, like, wax and I'm like, what is that for your hands? Like, mark the foot? And she's like, oh, no, it's for my hair. And I'm like... <laughs> Died. But, I mean, I'm all for it. Like, I think it looked great out there. When she's got the ball and she's like full steam ahead, oh, just get out of the way. The mullet's coming through. She's got to clear. It's it, it's a great look for her. It really suits her. I love it. Yeah, we've had her on her show a couple of times. She's um she's a great chat and uh, top, top mullet. Corporate on the top, party at the back. Oh. <laughs> perfect, perfect Wonderful. Well, um, good luck. We're enjoying watching you play and I um, hope you kick some more goals and keep up the tally. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.